Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am delighted to be joined by... Jay Lit the Kid, what it do? What's going on, everybody? We are so happy to be with you, as we are every single week. Episode 78, In Your Face. Mm. In Your Face. Um... Uh, we've got a good one for you. We've got a good one for you here. This is a cowboy steak. This one's this one's good. This one's a little cowboy steak. It's got a side of sweet peas. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, a little like in the other side's got a little bit of corn, maybe a little okra in it. Like you know, I like that. Yeah, I good like for the that. prostate. Mm-hmm. You know what I is mean? Okra is very good for the prostate. Okay, noted. I love okra too. Okra's good. It's always great when like there's like those foods or like nutrients or like whatever it may be. Where it's like, this is actually really good for your health, and you like it. Yeah, because so often than not, it's like 9.99 out of 10 times, you're just like, why can't this raw cookie dough be good for me? Like, let me just, let me tell you a little, not a secret, but a little, little, little thing that happened in Alex's past that no one knows about. Okay. This is something no buddy well no one will know after knows this story. about yeah okay and it's actually this is nice because this is something that I, I i dealt with early on okay so early on and this is about alex is probably about we're talking like six seven eight maybe years old okay i had a serious constipation issue okay like i got to a point where couldn't I get it out couldn't poop Went to the doctor, like it was bad, like you know, didn't poop for fucking weeks. Oof. It was bad. And so, and the only uh, you know, uh what you would call a diagnosis for it was what you could probably think of. What's the best do you know the best thing that helps you make that makes it's you poop? It's like it's gotta be like either oatmeal or like raisin bran. It's prune juice. Oh, it's prune the, juice. Prune yes, juice yes, yes. is like yeah. you just chug prune juice and and I had this, like, this serious constipation issue. The doctor was like, a steady, just chug prune juice. And prune juice, for anyone out there that doesn't know, because prune juice just isn't in, like, you know, the, like, you know, the lexicon anymore. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's for people that are 85. Like, you can't drink prune juice unless you're on, um, yeah. unless you're on the, the Deadpool. Right. That's when you drink prune juice right okay. the prune juice is only sold at like you know you're about to die deadpool yeah right yeah so like i had to like chug prune juice and stuff and it was so disgusting but i, I wanted to poop actually i saw this recently when i looked on the website but diedinhouse.com brought to you by prune juice yeah 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 so yeah i had like um, a major like constipation issue, so I had to like chug prune juice, and I remember just I I just fond fond memories. Do you remember that first just unload? Um, yeah, it stretched my butthole <laughs> like like fissures and tears. Yeah. Like I remember <laughs> sitting there with my mother in the bathroom with me, and it was like, you know, I don't want to say like. No, I won't. I, I mean, won't you've already it. said enough. You said fissures and tears. Yeah, it was so, it hurt so bad. But man, was Love it, that for was you. it like just a huge. A weight off of your butt? Yeah. And you know, and you know what the funny thing after that is? Now that I'm thinking about it, just because you said Raisin Bran, I loved Raisin Bran growing up. It was my favorite cereal growing up. And now that I'm thinking Two about scoops. it. 
and now now that I'm thinking about it, it was probably because of my the, the recent the, past. Yeah. Like the the injuring of your 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 body and your ego at such a young age. I had an ego knew- when I was five. Yeah. Damn. You're a big boy. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it, I loved raisin bran growing up. It was probably because of my constipation. I know. would have loved to weighed you right before and then right after. It was a big day when it came out. I bet. Whole family, you guys went out to Outback Steakhouse and everything. I remember like I remember turning to my mother and just being like, Can do can I stop drinking the prune juice now? And so she, proud of you, son. Yeah. And I was like, all right, can you wipe my ass now? Yeah. She's like, well, you, I thought you learned how to, yeah, well. But, but. It's, it's the least you could do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, this is how we start the pod. You That's know, it. we get right into it. Some yeah. things just come up and like, they're not. Some you know, things come out and some things don't. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that because it's, because <laughs> it's too funny. Like we always say, there's some things that are just too funny that you don't laugh at. Mm. So. Yeah, your boy. Uh, it never had problems ever since. I was that was my. I, I'm glad you beat me to it. Never I had a follow up, and I just needed to know that you know I, I want to make sure that you're checking to make sure your day is going good. Yep. You, you had a couple days where it wasn't going so good. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time I went to check, and I we was still up. Had there. a whole bad week. It was still up there. Okay. Yeah, I had a lot of issues growing up. I had I had the pigeon toes when I was born. I had to wear uh you know medical shoes it's actually so funny you, you know pigeon toes are like when you when, yeah. when they go in yeah so i had pigeon toes when i was first born and i'll never i, I laugh at it now but i have and my my parents still have the shoes where i had like these medical shoes that were you you used for you know to to correct them cb but they, and mare i need those i need a picture of those but the ba- but the shoes were basically just regular shoes you just wear them on different feet Oh, so they just go the other way. So there's a billionaire on his <laughs> yacht right now that just literally takes a pair of shoes, switched them. I and always then sold them for triple the price. Yeah, I always it's always like a like a funny like laugh like thing that I always like whenever I bring it whenever it comes up. I was, I was like, there is a guy out there that sold these shoes. Uh, and the, you know, they looked like te, te, uh, Tevas. They looked like Tevas. Yeah. yeah. Or, how do you say it? Tevas. Tevas. They looked like Tevas for like, <laughs> you know, a like, you know, nine month old. Yeah. And but they basically were just regular shoes, just switched. I'm just like, guy, a guy out there or a girl, or you know, just made so much money on just like putting instead of putting the R on the R, he put the R on the L and mm. then he put the L on the R. That's it. Yeah. He just switched that little letter at the bottom of the heel of each shoe. And they were like billionaire, billionaire, idiots. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Any medical issues when you were growing up? Any early, like early, like you know, uh, like like pre two years. Uh, I had a lot of really bad ear infections. I had to get tubes as a kid, like put in your ears. Um, I used to get. I had. Um, <laughs> my mom went out of town, and I got the worst case of chicken pox that the doctor had ever seen. Was it the one and only time you ever had them? Yeah, yeah. I still have like. You can see scars. Here. I mean, look right there. Wow. I can, I, 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 he's showing me uh, his right under the elbow, like uh, under the bicep, like tricep area. And I can see visible scars right now. I'm yeah, not joking. That was 30 years ago. Wow. And if you look on my face, I have them on my face too. They're all over. That was acne, buddy. No. Listen, Mm-mm. don't 
It was besides that though. Uh, no, not really. Yeah. No. No. Mm-mm. So were you? Was it just because? Did you because chicken pox or chicken pox? Did you? Were you just an itcher? Um. No. The doctor like called my mom because she. My mom. It was a strain. Was a nurse, it was a strain. And he was like, "This is this. That your alpha son re- is in agony. This is the worst. Like I've one of the worst cases I've ever seen. You had. You were covered in like the pink sauce. Yep. You were you were covered in fucking just Russian dressing. Yeah. <laughs> well, we call it Ukrainian dressing. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse right? me. I'm sorry. Come guys. on. I'm sorry. Guys, come on. <laughs> well, back then it was probably the USSR dressing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, they had just, yeah, they had just broken up. So we're not going to, we don't actually know what, you know, things were, were moving. Yeah. It was very, you know, you know, we were moving a lot. Fluid, very fluid. Yeah. So. Did your mom race home? No. Well, cause she's a nurse. She was, she was like, like on vacay. I, I, you know what? And I don't want to demean or like downplay, you know, your your medical situation. Sounds like you were an etcher. I was. <laughs> and it comes out. It, it sounds like you were I mean, an etcher. you don't have these scars if you weren't itching. And I want to know, too, those scars, like, are very, like, you probably were gnawing at those, too. I, uh, I had them all over my face. Dude, it was bad. I was allergic to chicken pox. I, how, I, you, I, I, how are you allergic to? I've pox? gotten chicken pox. I had chicken pox twice. What? And both times my shit blew up. Like okay. I, I, third like, time's a charm. Yeah, I blew up. Well, that means it's shingles. Now it's shingles. Yeah. Now it's shingles. Yeah, we're old fucks. Yeah, and I look forward to shingles. Mm-hmm. I look forward. I'll support you. And I will call Guillermo. Mm-hmm. Say, what's the deal? Heels. He's gonna go. <laughs> Yo, deal with it, bud. Yep. Deal with it. That's it. Can't put you can't put the Russian dressing on the shingles. The shingles are Ukrainian. just like the, the Ukrainian. Uh, no, that you, you just kind of like deal with it, right? Maybe the vodka sauce. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The vodka sauce is good. I don't know. The vodka. The vodka sauce is for adults. Now, uh, ironically, vodka sauce also made in Ukraine. Wow. See what I did there? So, yeah, we've got an episode for you guys. Yep. And Let's if you go. haven't giggled already, you know, just turn it off. Now, also, 305-741-3671. Um, you don't have to put your name in there. We know it's a HIPAA violation. But tell us if you had any, you know, early year uh, things that you recovered from. What were your from. early yeah, yeah, conditions? What, what were your early life conditions that now looking back were either funny or, you know, something that came up. We want to know. Yeah. What were the early life scaries? Yes. Yes. Because you know, everyone it. has those. Hit us with those. We want to know. Like, I know, I know for a fact, Jordan, I know for a fact, there are a litany of listeners out there right now mm. that just had just absolute, just warts on warts. Warts. Remember, huh? like, your friends that just, like, were just getting warts, like, their knuckles, like, their whole, like, it was just warts everywhere. Yeah. And it was disgusting. Yep. You know, Not I never. friends ha- with them anymore. Yeah. Though, like, warts, when when you got warts when you were younger, it was, it was like having leprosy. Yeah. I'm not talking to you. I'm not playing on the playground. You had to, like, freeze them. Yep. Like, I remember just, like, kids, like, having warts. And I was just like, damn, I have to play catch with this kid. Yeah. You know? And, like. And that is that is that another like is that another like what's it called like conspiracy or uh, urban legend where warts only came from frogs? I mean, it has to be. It has to be. There's no way like these like kids in my class that had warts all the like they were just out in like the swamp. 
don't know. Down you here know? in SoFla? Who knows? God, what if like what if what if what if your wife had wart if your wife got a wart now? Like if if I if I if I was dating a girl and she had a wart now. I have one. It's right here. Do you want to shut the podcast down? Oh. We we slapped hot, we we high five when you walked in the studio today. Yeah. You have a are you a wart guy? No. It's the only one I have. Ladies and gentlemen. Now, I will also put on the in the wart category also skin and... tags. Dude, yo, are you my little warthog? That's me. <laughs> I have one. Did, so do you get them? No. It's the only one I think I've ever had. What are you gonna do about it? I don't know. What do I do about it? It's right. It's for guys. For well, it's the guys always and gals, on the knuckles, thing. man. It's right. It's, it's right on, on the, the left uh, pointer finger. It's on the knuckle. pussy finger. Yeah, it's on the pussy finger. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know. So you're gonna let that one? Uh, how how uh, how long have we seen this now? Uh, week, couple days. No, it's been here for a while. Uh, for a while, a couple months. We're riding that out. Yeah, what do I do? Do I freeze it? Um, now, before we go there, I want to just do Dr. Benson. Mm. That word definitely came from you just being in the soil, kid. Yeah? Yeah, it has to be your I like Dude, that. you're a dirt you're a dirt it, you're a dirt bag. I am a dirt you're bag. You're all every weekend you are in that soil, dog. Hashtag dirt bag. I That's where it came from. I well then I wear it as a point of pride. I would too. So I'm not doing anything with it. Nothing. That's it. Nothing. Case closed. Case closed. So let's get into the episode. Let's Talk go. to me about Robin Trower, bud. Uh, Robin Trower, I liked him. I liked him. Um, Bridge of Size. I loved the guitar. And it sounds like the human form of Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains and 90s alternative, alternative rock having a, a kid. Cool. Ooh, I like that. So yes. li- listen back to that song now. Don't need to, but yeah. <laughs> okay, don't. Did you but... like the? Did you like the? Yes. Yeah. And uh, to me, it was like, it was basically to me the building blocks of that early '90s alternative rock Pearl Jam kind of sound. Mm-hmm. That's I. I meet like it's you know because sometimes we talk about this all the time. You can hear. A whole song, or you I can love hear how the you second s- of a song, and, lo- it, and it brings you to a point. I love because normally, you know, when like the word Pearl Jam comes up, I immediately go to like Trash City. Yep. But I love we're what both you on the did same there, there because you're totally right. His vocals are totally Eddie Vedder. Totally. He totally sings like this. Yep. Yeah. I love and, that. But not Good in ear. like a not in like a weird, annoying way. No. It to me was like this is foundational for what comes later, yeah. which then I don't like. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. A wider shade of pale. Definitely heard that. You called that shot. Uh, you know, put the great Bambino hand in the air. You were right on that. Totally knew that one. And I really liked Out to Get You. Now I I save this for this week. Uh black or white. What do you think? Mmm. Man, we need, to, we, need to, we need to play this game. I saved this. Um, now, see, if you had asked me this in a different roundabout way, I would have definitely said white, no, ch- no chance at anything else. But now that you're, you know, kind of throwing it out there, white or black, now I'm thinking... Think of all the context Maybe clues. he's black, 
but I'm going to U-turn and go back to white. At a boy. At a boy. At a boy. Right? So white? At white. white. Mm. At a boy. All right. I'm glad. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, a different sound. Um, not one that I would say, if we were making like uh, groups of our peacocks, if we were, if we were, you know, kind of gathering all of our cocks in their own little cock house. Little circle jerk? Uh, yeah, if we put all the cocks in a circle, I would say that there aren't many cocks like this one, no. which, which I like. Mm -hmm. Because anytime that you're showing me something different or things that I haven't heard a lot of, whenever you're kind of pulling the curtain back and showing me something new, um, I, I like those. Yes. I like those. And this and Robin Trower falls right there in that for me. Love it. Anytime I can see or hear some new stuff that I never knew was around or existed or really were able to dig a little deeper on just because I didn't know about it, I'm into it. And you said you and you knew Watership Appell when you heard it. You yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I would have never like you, you know, gun to my head, I would have never been able to tell you who that if was. If you ever want to trip out and get back into like your LSD days, Proko Harem. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So that was that was cool. Um I like them a lot. If uh you guys haven't heard Robin Trower, go out, Peacocks and Music. It's on the playlist. Listen to the episode. It's a fun one. And then just get your jams right in right there. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yep. Yep. Um also I wanted to clean up. I uh we were talking last week about bands that were somehow able to transition from the seventies to the eighties. But also, or just different decades. Or different decades. Um, but I have, I think, a good one here. Because I was like kind of trying to figure but out we, some... But I want to stop. But we said not bands that went from decade to decade and they were still relevant. They went from decade to decade. Uh, they had de to change sound. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I just wanted, I wanted to just... Uh... So one that I wrote down. So what we are, are I think, our Mount Rushmore that we have right now, at least, are two are... Uh, Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Wonder. That's mm -hmm. who we said last week. Yes. Um, the two other ones that I have, which I think are, I think actually a decent. Uh, well, I, I need your opinion on this. My first one was Neil Young. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, close, very okay. close. But no cigar. But yeah, no cigar. That was my more questionable one. Now this one, I think you'll agree with me on. What about? He did do a folky thing into a rocky thing, mm -hmm. but it's even his. He didn't have enough tenure in the. Folk. It didn't go further enough yeah. away from. He didn't stray. But, but but close. Okay, so I gave that the good old college try. Now this one, I think, I think you'll agree with because it, it. This one actually isn't where. It extends in the 80s, but from when they were founded to when, you know, they had put more music out. I think this one falls in line, the Bee Gees. Hey. Atta boy. That was the one. At, that's the best one. Really? I would say. Okay, because I don't know that's, enough of the catalog to... to that's but, the best one. Yeah, because okay. the Bee Gees' first album... Which came out, I believe, in 1968, 67. I think it's even before that. Yeah, it might yeah. be. It's like 67, 68. I'll look it up as I talk. But the Bee Gees, it's called Bee Gees First. That's their first album. That one was your typical 60s, uh, you know, rock and roll bands, garage rock music. 
And um, and it wasn't until sixty seven. So you were close. Yeah, yes. you were close. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's in it. And and by the way, just an incredible, incredible album. I know. You know. I'm people, actually seeing one here from sixty five, but I don't think. But that's the Bee Gees actually first, their first, the yeah. first. Yeah, with the blue cover, or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you got that's it. That's their first one. It's an incredible album. You know, a lot of people when they think of the Bee Gees, they think of like you know Saturday Night Fever and all that stuff. Uh, which is you know jive talk rightfully so but pete like it's really a, it's really not fair that people don't know about what they did before that like because they that was a band that like my dad used to talk about growing up like where when they came out with that bg's first album it blew people's minds yeah it really did Okay. It blew people's minds. I might have to go back in uh, exploratory truths and music and actually do the Bee Gees. Yeah. Next. And it wasn't until I believe they hooked up with, um, I forget the producer's name, but they hooked up with a producer's, uh, producer and the producer was the one that was like, you know, you guys can harmonize. You really should like, you know, go over here. And they like really didn't want to. But were they, they were, doing like the kind of falsetto stuff early on? No. Okay, so that no, right there, none of that, that. that right there alone should tell you that how much first they album. Changed. There was none of that. Really? Yeah, none okay. of that. Okay, so, so that that's a really good one. Good okay. shit. Really right. good. Really good stuff on that. So if you guys, uh, uh, and just a little sneak peek later in the episode, we are doing voicemails today. But um, you know, just to moving forward, three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. If you guys have any good. Um, options throw them at us and let us you know tell you whether or not great job or that's total bullshit and before we put it to bed i also just want to say and this isn't like you know i don't want to be a dick but we had uh steve arduino yep uh, hit us up about this mm-hmm. and he said zz top yeah and i we i texted him back i was like oh that's a good one i did my research no 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 I understand where he's going with it, but they still their sound is still rooted in that Texas rock. That's my guy over there just doing the hard-hitting journalism required. Yeah, but you can't just write anything you want out there on these podcasts. Just because you you introduce like a little synth and piano and you're like a, you're a Texas blues band, that doesn't that doesn't mean that you change your sound. Okay. All right. So there we go. Um, but we're looking for more entries. If you have some, uh, really liked your Bee Gees. Okay. Thank really you. liked it. Okay, now we need to get to something serious. What do you get? What? What happened? Uh, we got a little bit more. We got to clean up before we get out of this Janney's closet. And I texted you this uh, this past week. Oh, uh, our boy can't okay. seem to just keep it in his pants again. Nick Cannon ha- just uh, announced he's having another child. That, dude, I he, think it's number ten. Dude, he. he he's my hero he's your hero now yeah if i had the the money that he did i would be trying to crank out as many oompa loompas as possible because i'm just trying to hit i'm trying to just i'm hit, trying to hit the jackpot on one you know mm. it's like spreading the gamble but he's already he's nick he's nick cannon so what's like it if, called when you when you when you gamble on something but then you uh want to like try to you're hedging your bet uh, he's he's hedging his bet see now uh, maybe it's a thing that's lost on us in this time, this day and age. You know, you don't really see many families out there having 10 kids anymore like they used to back in the old country. Um, but I think with all the the different, um, you know, the women that he's going to have to deal with and all the kids he has, I just want you to know Nick Cannon, 
you are on my off there John Rockers watch list. Really? Yeah. I think he's setting himself up. I think up. he's doing the Lord's work. I I I think he's uh, there might be a screw loose with just the just Oh, there. he's screwing very loose. I mean, okay. He's screwing very Your loose. screw is so loose, you're screwing loose. If Nick Cannon was smart, he would put out a uh, a line of condoms. If well, and every why? Con- and it every wouldn't con- work. Has a hole in it. Every, okay, so now we're <laughs> now I now See, that's why you're a genius in your own way. If he marketed that, he could make a Cannon quick condoms. Cannon candies. Con What is it? Nick Nick condoms. <laughs> Nick Conan. Dude, he I mean there there's, is there's 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 something money there. to be made there. He could make a quick 10 mil and like take them off the shelf within a year. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Nick, if do you're you listening, wanna, do you want to flirt? Do you want to flirt around with? Uh, yeah, you know, you want to just play Russian roulette? Yeah, here you go, <laughs> Nick condoms. There's, yeah, yeah. There's Cannons, a name there. Cannons condoms. Cannons condoms. Russian roulette version. Yes, volume so, one. Uh, I, I'm just, you know, I and the crazy, the reason that I'm thinking he's a little nuts is because not very long ago it came out that he was gonna be like celibate. Because he was having too many kids. He said that. Well, that's he was going to try to practice celibacy. Yes. I think he's had three kids since then. That's the thing that I love about him is he's fully aware yeah. of what is going on. Do you on. think he's just playing to the paparazzis now with that type of stuff? I, I, think, I think the guy, you know, like all of us, you know, men, he, it just feels good. Mm. And he's just not gonna, you know, he's not gonna mm. like, you know, pander. I don't know what's going on. I mean, he's got himself a full basketball team with a bench. And I'd yeah. say that's maybe just a couple too many. Maybe he's got a whole like long con going and he's just like, you know, once he's done wiling out, so it'll be all of just his kids. Just, just he's the, wiling out. The year is 2247. <laughs> Nick Cannon's wilding out is entering its 250th season. I will watch his reality show. He doesn't. Does he have one? He should. Mm. Nick Cannon wilds out. All right. So we clearly are. We. You are the yin to my yang. You are the salt to my pepper. I guess you. We are on opposite sides of this. Let's just see how it plays out. We're gonna watch this though for the next thirty years. We can both agree. Yes. Okay. And I and I will say the re, the the big the the biggest reason why I'm yang into your yang is because, um, you know I I. You know, our you know, kids in my future are like, you know, it's getting it's getting dicey now. Mm. So he's he's helping me out. Mm. You know? Because mm-hmm. I'm you know, I, I'm sure we've all been You're reading. living vicariously through Nick Cannon's penis? Well, no, I think because I mean we've all been reading those uh those headlines or those articles you just about gotta marry a, a a young lady. I mean, you're good. You can shoot till you're eighty. Shoot or shoot. Yeah, but I ain't got the financials like that, mm. you know? Mm. And, like, I've been reading the articles, and everyone's all, like, you know, worried about the world population. Like, you know, people aren't having kids anymore. Like, Nick Cannon and and, and uh, Antonio Cromartie are the ones keeping this shit alive. Okay. But he is climbing up to Cromartie's set. What was Cromartie's Cromartie, numbers? Uh, I think he's at, like, eight or nine. But the, the, the reason that... No, I think he, I think Cromartie's above him. But I think he's creeping. Look up Antonio Cromartie's numbers. I think Cromartie's in the teens. Well, the reason he was so great was because... He locked, remember, down, he locked he, down those well, receivers? Well, well, that not only that, but if you remember, he got a vasectomy. 
He lock and then had twins. He needs to lock down his own receiver. He needs to or, lock- no no he's rock no no actually no wait hold on he was locking down receivers in the NFL and he's still rocket uh, locking down uh, receivers in the bedroom, right? Okay, so let me just go through the career stats real quick. Yeah, fourteen, uh, four hundred and sixteen uh, tackles, two forced fumbles, five fumble recoveries, hundred and sixteen pass deflections, thirty-one interceptions, six touchdowns, fourteen kids. He's in the teens. Wow, he's in the teens. Too many. Yeah, too too many. He's in the teens. He's gonna forget a, a one of his kids' names. Just a couple of all-time stick men of you know absolute stick, stick men. men you yeah, know? absolute stick men. Yeah. So, uh, Nick Cannon, we're watching you. We're, some out of delight and some out of yes. out of fear. I have the foam uh, uh, finger finger of number one finger, but actually, okay. So you have the foam finger. I actually have, I have two the- foam fingers, and all like all the fingers are up except for one. Well, he has ten now. Oh, he has ten now. So you so need. So I have two foam fingers. And all of them. Are all up. of them are up. And I have the 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 defense sign. And I am just you know you got to play a little defense once in a while, Nick. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's all I got on him. That's funny, buddy. That's funny. That's some good stuff. Mm. God, we're hitting, man. The content writes itself. We're we're hitting. All right, so what do you got for me? What'd you do over the weekend that uh, that I need to know about? So uh, I don't know if I mentioned it on I don't think you did. the last podcast, uh, but I got last minute tickets from a friend to the Black Key show. Okay, it was um, up in uh, the amphitheater, West Palm, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I haven't been to the up there in oh my god, like. Now you saw the Black Keys. I saw them at like Rockville, like yeah. probably fifteen years ago. Uh, it had to. It was like two thousand nine. I think you saw them after the Brothers album. Uh yeah. I don't. I'd have to look back now. Did you see them a long time ago? Um, I or was saw this your first time? them. I I've seen. This was the you, third time I've seen them. Oh, didn't you see them in Atlanta? Yeah, I saw okay. them at the Tabernacle yep. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw them um, uh, down here one time. And? Um, they, all right, so uh, first and foremost, Alex has a rant. Okay. This, this is what, when, when people are, this is why... Artists and bands don't come down here, guys. Down here to Miami, down to South Florida. Mm, we don't know how to act. These people, dog, they're just talking the whole time. Like, f- talking the whole time, full blown. And they're not even talking about the. Sh- I had to shush someone. You had to shush someone at a rock concert. I had to shush a group of people to the front right of me. Okay. Because after three or four songs, they weren't even talking about the band, and they were not only not talking about it, while the songs are going on, they're y- y- talking louder because, like, you know, it's loud at the concert, so they're talking over. Mm. I just shush them. How'd that go over? Oh, they looked over and saw an absolute behemoth, mm-hmm. you know? Absolute woolly mammoth. And then let the record show uh, two to three songs later when they left in the middle of the set. Again, you're a terrible, like, audience member. You know, when they got up and left, mm. guess what I did? Occupied that space. No, I went. Oh, you clapped. I clapped. 
They looked over again. They said, this fucking asshole. Mm. But they didn't say nothing. Mm. I had, but also to my, the friends that I went with, they're talking to me. Mm. I had to tell the friends that I was with multiple times, hey, yo, I need you to shut the fuck up, dude. Mm. I'm trying you to watch the shit. You missed a perfect plug right there. Trying to watch the shit. told him to shut the funk up. Couldn't even do that, huh? But it was appalling to me how many, and it wasn't just my friends. Everybody was talking. Mm, shame on you. It was so bad. I was so, it was, it, I was just like, this is why. It brought me back to like when I saw Kurt Vile a few, like a few years ago too. Like when people were talking, Kurt Vile called out the Miami audience and he said, I'll leave if you guys keep talking in between our stuff. Listen, just like I said, no throwing stuff at the artist. Guys, it's like you go see a when you go, when you go see a movie, you turn your phone off, right? When you go see an artist, be quiet. Mm. And it's not, it's not, it's not, it's for everyone else around you, okay? Mm. It's for everyone else around you. Be quiet. It's not cool. Okay. You know. And I'm done. Feel like you were yelling at me? Uh, no, you never. I know. No. Now let's switch gears. Switch gears. Now the concert. Yes. Amazing. Really. Amazing. I didn't. I for that that was a that was bad tone on my end. I was. I'm not surprised by that. Black Keys. I think would in their sound. I think can endure for for eons. And I and I don't know. And I'm not trying to call you out or make you look like an asshole. But um, and you and you can totally like you know lie to me when I uh, ask this question. Their new album. I loved their new album. It was like boogie blues, Delta blues. The first they did the Delta Cream album, which was like pretty much Junior Kimbrough uh, covers, mm -hmm. and then they followed it up with the Dropout Boogie album, and that was just like again, just like Mississippi Delta blues boogie album. Okay. So like the the album, the song, everything was incredible. Dog. Every solo except for about two songs but every other solo was from this guy in his band that was 76 years old my favorite the dude looked like my dad or like some person out of like you know the almond brothers just an old ass dude with the fucking sh uh shot glass on his fucking finger doing slide guitar stuff mm. picking he did all the solos this guy killed it and i also just want to go even further and i want to give a shout out to dan Auerbach and patrick carney of the black keys to allow this guy to get some fucking you know fun yeah. in some fame in awesome because it was he was he was a whole he was a whole vibe and like and like i said he, he did all the solos he was the main dude except for about two songs that like Auerbach maybe like came in and i thought it was really really cool that not only did uh you know dan especially put his uh ego aside yeah but like really let this guy shine because he really did shine he killed okay yeah it was amazing that. yeah. that's great amazing show and the last thing i'll say was there was no one there really no one there they were giving away tickets well, when we got there sucks. there was no one there i was i was i i couldn't believe it was I, it during the week it was on a Thursday. Mm. I was very surprised. I was like, "Wow, Black I'm not Keys, really that Black surprised Keys are taking a hit in West Palm that that like didn't draw. That didn't draw. Yeah, not really that surprised. But it was, it was, it was definitely a moment for me as like you know, as you because you know you're you're a music head like me. 
it was definitely a moment where I was just like, wow, this is a this is a point in like the career of the Black Keys of like, all right, we 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 don't have that pull anymore. Probably start uh getting some smaller venues. Yeah, or doing other shit. Yeah, you know. I mean, they've been around. I think this is definitely a product of had they come out five years ago, the music would still be just as good, and maybe they would have drawn. But they've been around for. But it, it, 12, 15 years. But I hate to do it because it's like, you know, it's what everyone does. But, you know, I'm sorry. Jack White still sells out. Mm. You know? Speaking of like which, we're going we will to the, be seeing him very in, you, a, in a couple weeks. You and I are going to, or we'll be going to see Jack White in a couple weeks. And you know damn well, it's going to be fucking, you know, ass to the walls. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So, and that's just what I was, I was just like, damn, Black Keys, uh... This one was a little bit of a fucking reality check, I think, for you guys. Mm. Which, which, Checking that which, ego, which, huh? which, 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 I, 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 I felt bad for him a little bit. Mm. Now, do you think the lack of crowd actually helped your experience as far as being able to take the music in and maybe get a little closer? Um, I actually. Were you in the seats or were you in the? Were you on the berm? So I actually had, I actually had seats. Okay. And I, when I, the first, I stayed up there for the first three or four songs and it sounded so bad. And I was really? like, oh my God, it sounds so bad. You can't even hear the fucking drums. Mm. And um, the people that I was sitting with up there, they didn't have any weed. And I, and I was like, this Always sounds so bad. I, I want to smoke some weed. But I had some friends up in the lawn. Yeah. So I, I went up there to go meet them to get some weed. Sounded completely so much better really in which i was like that was a whole other thing i was like man i want to like write a yelp i want to like you know do a feedback to like the, the venue and be like dude you, the people on the lawn spending 20 dollars it sounds not only better drastically different huh yeah okay um alex i have a very important question for you what did you learn this week okay let me uh let me bring my shit up here. I'm a little bit uh, ill-prepared for this one. But I wanted to um, bring up the, uh, the youngest uh, serial killer okay. uh, in the world. The, 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 the world's youngest uh, serial killer. Um, now, I want to ask you first um, how old the person was. Now, can you give me a time in history? Um, this it's was this like eighteen hundred shit? Or no, is this, this like is this is nineteen seventy two. No, this is recent here. I'm I'm sorry, I'm a little ill prepared here, but it's this is recent. I'm trying to find a uh, I'm getting like no dates here. Twenty fifteen. Okay, youngest serial killer. I'm gonna go. I can't. He can't be too young because. No, I take that back. 2007. All right, that's fair enough, though. That's like very recent. I'm gonna go. It can't be too young, but it can't be too old. I'm gonna go 11 years old. Um, eight. Eight. Eight years old. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was eight years old, and um. He, uh, he just, he was just one of those just like, just terrible people. He just liked killing people. He liked strangling, like, you know, uh, people and especially like young kids and shit. Like, like even like six month year old infants are on, mm, like are on his, up. are on his board and stuff. Um, he's, uh, 
um he's uh from India in Amarajit Amarajit sure is is his name um he uh he killed uh eight 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 kids pretty much um and a lot of it had to do uh with his father of pushing course. him to do it Oh, that's even so, more. So, up. for all you people out there, who are like, you gotta have a father, uh, father figure. Uh, do you? Mm. Do you? Mm. Do you? Mm. You know, father helped him up. You know, cover up debris and stuff. But um, yeah, this uh, this so eight- uh, father helping him. I mean, you're not getting eight under your belt if you're probably not getting a little help at eight years old. Right. So that that makes more sense. Yes. Because right. I didn't think that you'd be able to get that that deep in the game, mm-hmm. um, you know, at that age. Also, being in India, I also just think would probably play a factor there because I don't think that's happening in America. I don't think you're getting to number eight, right? Right. Um, and he got caught and, um, you know, was sent to juvenile jail. And, uh, you know, good news, he's out now. Okay. Yeah, he's out now. He's out now. Yeah, and 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 uh, India is you know very th- they they feel good about it. They think that he's he's re- he's rehabbed. I don't feel good about. That. Yeah, yeah, but he is uh, he's India's youngest and most infamous serial killer. Now uh, is he probably like famous now because everyone knows who he is and shit? Um, yeah, I mean, I hope not, man. I hope not. But uh, yeah, that blew my mind. I, that that blew my mind. Um, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and we're both kind of true crime people too, so that's that's pretty crazy. But I'll, uh, but most of them were all infants. He he really yeah. Went. I mean that makes sense because as an eight year old, you really can't you're really not... overpower uh, you know someone that's got some fucking you know hormones in them. Yeah. So hundred percent. So yeah. <clears throat> well, that's fucked up. Yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, total. Uh, Jordan, what'd you learn this week? <clears throat> so I got a good one. I, uh, I'm gonna, I have, there's about 10 of them here. I, uh, I found this thread on Twitter. It was pretty interesting and I'm going to, I'm going to name a brand and I want you to tell me Nike, what their first, um, their first, their, their first or their, like their, one of their earliest products was. Okay. Cause it's not going to be what you think. Okay. This, which to me was interesting. This is fun. All right. So Sony was founded in 1946. What was Sony's first product is it uh 1946 yeah oh um the bicycle a rice cooker a rice cooker ready all right so let's keep going nokia uh nokia um do you have dates on on, uh, 1865 nokia 1865 well i'm gonna say cell cell phone because their cell phone seemed like it came out then uh nokia's first one was um, I'll say like, like gasoline or something. Uh, in 1865, it started as a paper mill. One of its first products, toilet paper. Uh, Samsung was, uh, 1938. What were some of their first products? Samsung. We're going just all Asians here. Um, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to switch gears after this one, but yeah, Samsung, uh, 18, what was it? Eight, 1938, 1938, Samsung. Um, I'm going to go with, um, communism. <laughs> I like that. Expo- uh, they they were, they started by exporting fruit and fish. 
Oh, okay. Lego 1932. What was its first product? Waffles. A wooden duck. Oh, that one just... It's like a wow. toy wooden duck with wheels. Nintendo, 1889. The Spanish Armada. Um, Nintendo. Can I can I ask for a? Nope. Okay. Um, 1889. 1889. Uh, some textile industry. Their focus originally was on playing cards. Okay. Nike. 1964. Nike's first one. I get you won't give me no clues, right? Nope. 1946. Um, what is it? 1964. 64. Okay, after World War II. Um, 64. We're in the hippie stuff. Um. It's not fashion related. So this one's a little bit different. Uh, it yeah. was actually there. It was actually called Blue Ribbon Sports, and they imported Japanese track shoes. Oh, Lamborghini, Lamborghini motorcycles, tractors. Ooh, that checks out. Colgate, nineteen oh six. Colgate, uh, penicillin, soap and candles. Uh, I IKEA, uh, meatballs. <laughs> Love that. Um, matches, Christmas cards, and wallets. Matches, Christmas cards, and wallets for IKEA. LG. LG. Um, what's do we have a date? No, this one doesn't have a date. LG. Um, but it's black and white picture. Um, comic books, cosmetics. Damn. Tiffany and Co. Tiffany and Co. Um, uh, rich white women. Um, uh, Ludes. <laughs> Love that. Stationary. And uh, finally, uh, Toyota. Toyota motorcycles. It was, it was uh, one of the, the early innovators of, of a loom. Aluminum? No, loom. A loom is like oh, a, the uh, it like creates the I think like uh, fabric textiles. And oh, shit. yeah. So I found that pretty interesting, just because obviously none of those things are what you associate the products with now. Um, now but I thought that was pretty cool. Now, did everyone notice out there the dates, especially associated with uh, China and Japan, the brands that are from China and Japan? There. Mm -hmm. Now, did everyone associate that? These uh, these either went off before or after World War II. Um, well, some were before, some mostly right. after. Right. Some were either like you know very before. Might have had a little help from us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's a thing that a lot of people like. You know, they don't want to talk about, especially after World War II. We allowed you <laughs> to manufacture. There you go. You know, mm -hmm. and thank God we did because that that Toyota Corolla. I mean, that thing's still going. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I remember growing up having like a friend had like an Altima Corolla, and I was just like, "Damn, you fucking the jackpot, dude!" Yeah, my wifey's with, got a Corolla. I'm over here with an Explorer, just kit like just dying. Idiot. Yeah, Idiot. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Um, I I so the MTV Movie Awards, uh, video music awards, 
thought it was the video uh, video. No, it was MTV Music Awards last night. I thought it was the VMAs. Yeah, the Video Music Awards. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The MTV uh, VMAs were last night, and bro. Now, I did not have a chance to watch it because I. You don't need to. What? I can't. I, I can't anymore. What? I'm just going to. So, Wifey had saw that this was coming up, put it on the little reminder list. She hit me up. And she. Uh, she put it on, and we were flipping uh, between that and Sweet Home Alabama. As you know, a guilty pleasure of mine. You piece of shit. It was on. God. And so I, I, we watched some of like the red carpet stuff, and at a certain point, I had to just go in the other room. Why? So the first thing was the vomit, or the yeah, you might as well have uh, w- saucy Santana. Do you know who who that is? No. It's this guy, and look, I'm not trans-shaming at all. You know, he is a man, but, you know, has got like this, this, I don't know. I don't even know what vibe he's got. You know, he had the long nails and was dressed in like this kind of like dominatrix outfit. And you could, first off, I know this always sticks in your craw and burns your Brussels. Clearly was lip-singing like a majority of the shit. And the song was just absolutely terrible. 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 Now, I want to stop you here, and I want to just uh, talk to our um, uh, social media guru, uh, Drefin. Yeah. Uh, Drefin, I would like for you to um, either grab these clips when we talk about them, and I want you to post what they looked like, their wardrobe. Yes, please. Yeah, because I want to see them, and I want other people to see them. Saucy Santana, if you didn't know this, and I don't really keep tabs on this anymore, but back in the day, you know, the XXL freshman list that they came out with every year, which was like new and emerging rappers and artists he, and she, stuff. they were on it? Yes. He, okay. was, on, he was on it this year, um, okay. which is neither here nor there, but, you know, it's I was rap- waiting... I don't know. I mean, you don't I, even I want know. you to just watch that performance and you tell me. I love how you're like, you know, the appearance of the person you were confused about and the music. Totally. Right. Now, I know part of this is the we're getting old, get off my lawn situation. But I think this goes a little bit past the get off my lawn and just get out of my ears and my life forever. Okay. Now, the next thing was uh, they, they I don't know if this was this year. I'm sure it's been a couple years. But it's no longer the moon man. It's the moon person. Oh. Did you know that? Okay. All right. Now, once again, okay. no big deal. No, we're, we're, I, we're, a, we're a podcast where everyone is welcome. It's, I but get that. that. That was just one of those where I was like, oh. It's hard, it's hard, noted. To, get, it's hard to get over, but I get noted. it. I get it. Okay. I do get it. Now, so the what, next what one. Was, what did the trophy look like? It's same. No, same trophy. It's the same trophy. Same it trophy. Just had like it's just a, not called just the Moon a penis Man. Penis and a vagina on it. Yeah, it's just called the Moon Person now. Okay. Which is you know fine, but I caught it. I heard it. I saw it. The Moon Person. Yes. Now the next thing was another um, pre VMA. You know how like everyone that all the performances before like outside. Yes. Yes. Those are usually good. Usually. Well, Those the first like one the was Saucy Santana, and I said after that. I'm not dipping my tender in that sauce. Okay. Okay? Yes. Now, the next sauce that came up was my man's, who I I don't know if you're going to know this name. Apparently, my wife told me that it might have been a TikTok song, which, as you can imagine, TikTok is totally permeating into all of the music nowadays 
for these young kids out there. Young Gravy. Oh, dude. I've heard about this cat. Yes. It's the white boy. He's tall, too, I think. Yes. Yes. Now, and he's I, super into MILFs. Yes. He's dating, apparently, Addison Ray, who I don't know who that is. Addison Ray's mom. Okay. He's, like, in his mid-20s, and he had, like, this... 46 year old woman with him which i i for that that's the one thing i was like cool whoa but his performance he was rapping and it was like he was just an absolute dead fish nothing what do you mean like like him on stage was a dead fish or yes. his lyrics were dead fish well his lyrics were he didn't really enunciate in a way like it was all very monotone now, I will cut you off and say I love the name Young Gravy. Me too. Right? That was, at first, it piqued my interest. Young Gravy is I was going to walk good. out at that point, but I said, hold on, let me see what's going on here. But he was just like, no energy. You know, I think he said he was like an underground rapper and he's not used to like doing this stuff out in public and this is his first award show, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get it. But if it's your first show, you got to bring more than what you brought. If it's your first show, Jeff, throw the young gravy up there and let's see if anyone's in on this. But once again, I'm not dipping my tender in that gravy. Jeffin, put the poll out there and say, um, uh, mashed potatoes, skin on, skin off. Mashed potatoes, skin on. Uh, I can tell you right now because this podcast will already be out by the time the voters hear this. Absolutely skin on. Wow. And he didn't come out, obviously, in a, in, in a volcano of mash. No, no. That's I thought, a crying shame. I thought it was just an absolute dead fish performance. Um, young Gravy, I'm disappointed in you. Now, the side piece you had with you, that was nice. I do. I only know Young Gravy uh, because of the MILF thing. Yeah. Which I like. He had her there. I like the stance that he's taken on that. Me too. And totally. He's, and he's really like, I think he's, he's he, he has cornered that market. And the, the thing too was when he was being interviewed, he was kind of affable. Like he was, he was, he wasn't a terrible interview, but the song was just, it was dead fish. Go watch it if you want. I won't. I know. But, um, and then this is where. This next thing is when Imagine me coming to you and like, hey Jordan, come I got two I got an extra ticket to the show to see this guy Young Gravy. I probably would have gone if I didn't if you didn't give me the opportunity to look anything up and it was like and it all worked out timing wise, I probably would have gone. But just no. Now this is when I knew I needed to leave the room. Oh, okay, okay. That, now all that was, you know, happening and I said, you know, I'm I'm about to get up, and then I heard that there was, uh, I knew I was out after the, there was an award for the best metaverse artist. Oh, well, okay. That's coming up. We'll, we'll get into that. Is, is, is it a, per, is it a real person? So that's the thing. That's what I don't get. What's now that? I'm What's just the old. So the, the, they were real people. Like, is, but what, so where did you perform this? Only in the metaverse? Is there no, uh, you know, documentation of this performance outside of the metaverse. Right. I have so many questions, Are but selling... I'm so far behind in the times now that I, I said, know. you know what? I got to go. Yeah. That's when I got to go. Now, there was some saving grace. Who was the art? Uh, the artist who, uh, I don't even know. 
It was someone I've never heard of. And it was um, it's a, probably like a, DJ a woman with her titty out that had something li- like over the titty. Janet Jackson? also two. She was doing a Janet Jackson thing. Wow. Tit just straight out. In the with, meta. With, with, no, it, it was a real person, but something covering the nipple. Oh, it was Lil' Kim. I don't know. It wasn't Lil' Kim. And I think all the men were dressed as women, and then this one woman was dressed as a woman. I don't know Super cool. what was going on. Super cool. That's what I knew I had to get up. But Super as, cool. As I was getting up, Mm-mm. I saw that the, the, the saving grace is, you know, the, the VMAs did one decent thing, and that the people who were getting the, I think, like the Icon Award right. was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now, okay, that's now, fine. now, agree. Not, not any like you know, uh, you big. Hear, yeah, but no, no, no gripes, but no like excitement, right? But Anthony Kiedis's dick broom, Dreff, I need you to go get that photo. Good, fantastic. I was about to say, it feels like he would have a good Tom one. Selleck mid eighties Chicago. Dick Broom just Hell yeah. died just jet black. He died a jet. Jet. Just jet, Sharpie. Joan Jet with three T's black. Ugh. It was fantastic. Good shit. Now, uh, I did actually come back into the room later and got to catch their performance. Performance was good, too. So that is the one, you know, there was a nice gap in between that I did not watch. But Anthony Kiedis somehow saved it for me. The dick broom plus the performance equals, you know, like I I didn't want to like go in the other room and off myself. Right. But VMAs, I don't know if maybe we need to put you on off the John Rocker watch list. I'm uh, I. Uh, Let's wait until we see Dreffin's the the photos and stuff because I don't yeah. know what saucy or gravy. I need I need yeah the sauce and the gravy. No can do, but the soup strainer on that man, uh, it was it was fantastic. Okay, <laughs> now and 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 I will just say the VMAs. There are plenty of things nowadays as a thirty-five and a thirty-four-year-old that make me feel old. I'm still thirty-four. I got a couple weeks till I'm thirty-five. Okay, sorry, thirty-four and thirty-four. I did not feel old. I felt absolutely yeah. fossilized. It sucks, man. I don't know though. You know I don't know if, if we're old or if it's just that bad that we are just choosing to disassociate ourselves with this. Um, I th- I think we're old. We're old. Yeah, because you know you remember our parents. You remember our dads. But our, but our parents weren't like Eagles fans listening to Fifty Cent saying this is like so like so bad that it's like repulsive. Where some of the the performances and stuff I saw. Like, it just, I, I don't know. I think maybe I'm wrong here, and it just... I think we might be old, man. Damn it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go that we're old. And, well, it, and I'm okay with it. It was so bad. I'm, I'm okay with it. I really wished you kind of would have watched, but then I knew you would have turned it off in disgust. The only thing that I will say, that, and I'm going like, out on a limb, and I could be totally wrong here, it just kind of sounds like... The young gravies and the saucy Santanas of the world, their cloud, if you will, or their popularity is because of influencer stuff. I think you said young gravies like big on TikTok. I don't. I'm not on TikTok. Wifey is on TikTok, but I think when he started performing, she goes, "Oh, this is a song from TikTok." Yeah, I think which it's to me, that. it's like. 
the fact that the song got big because you took like a 20 second clip and did like a dance in like the Supreme Court like hallway. That's that doesn't mean the song was good. No. It and doesn't even you difference. shouldn't even be at the award show. And that's the difference between like, you know, with your when you talk about like, you know, f- you know 50 Cent or like, you know, the artists that like our parents didn't like. Yeah. At least they were doing music and albums. Yeah. And like people liked it, whereas this sounds like it was a 20 second. I have a feeling that know. the disconnect between our parents and us will pale in comparison to the the gulf that will be between us and our children's music. Damn. So Damn. that's all I have on the MTV VMAs. Um, just take yourself, put yourself into a trash bag and just take yourself, see yourself out. Yeah. So um, I, um, are you, are you, was that it? That's it. Okay. I'm, I'm off my, my soapbox. Again, this is another one that I, I don't know if we talked about it last week. Um, the AI rapper. Yes. Did you me... see about this? So I didn't know. I thought we discussed about it, but it's, you thought it's, maybe it's, we didn't. It's his name or its name or the computer's name. FN Mecca? Or... FFN Mecca. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, maybe we're repeating ourselves, but for, uh, we'll go over it again. So the AI rapper got signed to Capitol Records, I believe it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, it was the first time it was a big deal. And then it quickly immediately, immediately got, uh, Ixnade because the, uh, people that created the AI, uh, rapper, uh, were all white. I thought, and it was also like some racist lyrics or something. Well, he was dropping the end bomb. But the people that made the art, the... But I think the guy... So here's the crazy thing. It's an AI is, rapper. Right. But the person who's doing the voice... Was black. Was black, and it was an actual person. So what are we doing here, bud? I don't know. What are we doing here, bud? We're reaching a place What in music. are we doing here? I am, I, am, I am worried. I read it, and I was just like, I'm trying to figure out why... He's like gets dropped from Capitol Records is getting canceled because first and foremost, let's are we can we break it down? Let's break it down. So the AI, the machine, if you will, was created by a bunch of white boys. Mm. But the actual lyrics and like the voice is a rapper, a black rapper. And I believe on top of that, he like was disputing because he was not getting any money. Yes. From the actual, you know, I guess the lyrics. And, right. Or, or, but that's, or the performance that's a stuff. whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. But let's break it down. One. Black people are allowed to say the N-word, right? Yes. And the, and, and the voice of this AI rapper is black. Yes. Now, the white people made the robot, the system, the computer that generates the lyrics. Correct. Now, I'm under the understanding with artificial intelligence that this computer grabs from all the like, you know, things in its system and creates these lyrics, right? I guess. So, yes, that's what I would assume. So did so you're saying the white people made these lyrics or because I thought they just set up the computer. Let's put this back into a contemporary example. Something that we can understand. 50 Cent is going to rap a song. 
if Eminem wrote the lyrics. That's where I was going. You know, that's where I was going. Eminem wrote the lyrics and there was the N-word in there. Is that a problem for 50 Cent? We don't know. Uh, he, he's doing the pantomiming of the shrugging of the shoulders. Palms are out towards the heavens. Neither of us know what's going on. I, I will, I will go out there and be the vulnerable person. And I will say absolutely aloud to say the N word mm. because, but the what white if the white pe- people wrote it? That's not that 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 goes against everything that that is AI. AI, but but, but to and and to like to deconstruct your argument, then then why do you need a human to rap the lyrics? Boom. Boom. So it's not truly AI. So this is you know three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. Where do you guys fall on, is this rapper technically a real rapper or I don't even know what the question is. Now, the other thing I want to go like, on to is if you and I and, you know, a gang of other, you know, white boys are on, you know, we're at, you know, at MIT and we're creating this thing and we're creating it to, to make an AI rapper, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you think? think that you and i would like look around while we're developing this and say kind of need a black guy in here wouldn't we go hey we're creating rap and they're gonna greatly maybe we should get like at least a half ski in here Mm. right and that's where that's the one thing i that's where or if you're making it just make the the guy white looking. Now you have no problem. But then now you gotta now see that's good. Now you gotta now you got a white AI rapper drop an N bomb. No, 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 no. Then you can't go N bomb. And that But then and, but then you but then you get away from there ever being a problem. But that's the one part where like I do stop and I do like say, hey, wait, hold on. These people have something like they might have something to like you know stand on yeah where like you guys are you guys are all white you should have picked up you know a black you know engineer in there you know yeah you know they might have who knows but either way what a stupid idea so dumb just be a regular rapper like did you listen to any music no is it good um no it's i mean it's it's new it's the, it's like the new rap yeah, stuff with like the but it's like auto tune and all the bullshit yeah but like i think the concept of it is really fucking cool because like just the rapper bad, looked, bad execution yeah terrible execution but it's 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 a really it's a really weird uh fine line you know with like you know the voice is a black guy and it's something that you and i talk about a ton because you know we're in the day and age that we are in now but it's something that you and I talk about a ton with the you know woke left and the cancellation like stuff that's going yeah. on if these are the things that you guys are choosing to like you know cancel and like you know make capital records like you know unsign this artist like um, I, I, I encourage you to get a life. 
I'm going to kind of stand on the other side of just like Capitol Records. Don't sign like fake computer people. Just let's start there. Well, I, that's the, the I, I disagree. That's the future. The future you no, will see. No, I, I get that. Like in 20 years from now, we're going to have like a blues musician that's like. Not even in 20 years. In, in, in Within five years from now, you will hear artists on the radio that are on the Billboard top like 10, like having number one hits. And they will be an AI generated DJ that's making EDM song. And I everyone's it, it's, it will be within five years. I hate it. We are there. I hate it here. So, <laughs> yeah, I I can't. I don't have the bandwidth right now to conceptualize that after what I saw yesterday at the MTV movie uh, Music Awards. Right. So this is this is falling on a time where had you presented this all to me on a different day, I might be more willing to accept the future and what is going to happen. But right now I am against the machines and I say no. I watched Terminator yesterday. Because of that? No, it was on. I watched the whole thing. It was on TV. Holds up, dude. The first one? Yep. So good. Holds okay. up, bro. I like so... the one with Christian Bale. Have you seen that one? It's like one more recent. No, he's John Connor. It's a good one. I didn't. I haven't seen any of. It's like, good. Oh, it's good. Like it's, the Ti or whatever. It's 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 worth a watch. Okay. Yeah. Check but I watched it. I happened. It was on a show, and I and I and I and I got just like sucked in, and I watched. It. I was like, this holds up, dude. This is good. Well, that's what's gonna happen to us. Yeah. We literally just made a movie of what's gonna happen in a hundred years. Yeah. Or less. Mm -hmm. Probably less. But yeah, it was really it was it was it was pretty good. Um, yeah, the AI rapper thing is, it's a fun little conversation, uh, to try to figure out because I mean, and, and I'll put it to bed after this, but when the, uh, rapper gets signed to, uh, Capitol records, what, cause I would love to see what that record deal looks like and who's it getting paid out to. Is it getting paid out to like IBM? Yeah, well, that, that'll be, that's an interesting question for the future that it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So I have uh, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about, um, you know, what my top five list of states were that have produced the quantity and quality of music over time and how we would rank them. So one of I my favorite segments that you have ever brought to the table. So I've told I, you this. Yes, you have. I have another uh, idea that I want to toss at you and see if we can start it now. And it'll take a couple episodes for us to get through the process. But with the World Cup coming up, I thought and let's let's go even bigger here and let's take countries based on music and create a bracket based on the music that they've put forth and see if we can come up with an inter some interesting matchups and see how we would how we would take that. Um okay, the yeah, off the off the rip. Yeah, like so what countries would you throw in there? I mean, obviously the United States and I think the UK, England well, would be two pretty good. I would good say England not the UK cuz the UK involves Okay, so Wales, just England. Ireland, Scotland and England. So yes. I would say just So this is a working idea. We got to see if the matchups kind of work out cuz I would say USA might be a, a front runner here. That's where we live. Mm -hmm. But I want to see if we can come up with enough other countries to make it interesting. 
Now, I am going to answer your question, but I have one uh, question before we get into it. Are we talking about in total history or right now? I would say in the totality of the world. That's what you I would, have to do it. Like I would that. agree with that too. Because if we just go, you know, contemporary right now, the United States is going to win. I think pretty easily. So, so and um, I don't want. Do I have to rank them? Or no, well, what do... we're going to do is this week we will come up with a list of of countries. Let's and... come up with with five countries, and then we'll have. We'll have the listeners, or we'll come back and then we'll rank them. Yeah, well, we're, we'll come up with more because we're going to need more than five for the bracket. But, you know, my thought was, let's come up with a list of countries, and then we will, maybe next week we can seed them, and then we can determine what the matchup. Off the be. rip, you obviously have uh, America, you have England. Yep. Those are the two obvious. Mm -hmm. I think after that, the ones that you have to really pay attention to, uh, Brazil. Brazil was right is there. Is one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think France, you have to, to, uh, yep. you have to acknowledge that. Yep. I think Italy is in there. Absolutely. I think, um, I think India is in there. Absolutely. And, um, after that, um, there'll probably be a drop off at some point, but I think, you know, that's where it's going to be interesting to and then see like Africa probably would well, be Africa's a continent. Okay. So yes. Okay. Have... I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. So yes. we'll have, but I think if we can dig into that a little bit. We might be able to come up with enough. Okay, so we're saying America, England, Brazil, France, Italy. That's five. That that that, that, that that's, at least I threw out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is there anyone else? Any other countries out there? I would can uh, Canada. I I could probably throw in there, but that's a little bit more recent. Okay. Um, and then you have to start uh, talking about you know maybe like a Mexico. I think Mexico would make the cut. Yeah. I would probably throw in there Germany. Um, I don't know. Electronic I, House. That was like all that. they really had, though. Okay. But they, they're on the, let's put them on, let's do a top 10. Yeah. Let's put them on the list. Yeah, okay. Germany's on that they list. They could be an OLI, so we don't know right now, but that's what I want. I want you to think about this. Mm -hmm. And you and I and the listeners, 305-741-3671, if you have a good country, state your case. Like Jamaica. Jama boom. Jamaica's Jamaica. in there. Jamaica, small country, Titan. 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 Jamaica absolutely has something to say. Absolutely has something to say. Yep. And I think, albeit... They're kind of pigeonholed into like only a certain type of music, uh, and it's not like they have a broad, you know, a, a wide breadth of music. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Bob Marley is on T-shirts all over the world. Yeah. So I think that alone, right there, yeah, would probably make them a very strong contender. Yes. So I want us to work on this list. Okay. And then we can seed it maybe next week. I like this. And a then lot. from there, we can actually, you know, do our standard brackets. And we'll 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 decide who. Well, we can't do a bracket because America's number one. Well, let's see. Let's see how. Let's see. Let's. Do you want to take? Uh, do you want to take England, and I'll take America, and we just go at it. I think. Uh, I mean, I think England probably has the strongest chance of anyone. Of course. But you know, we'll... Australia's on there now. Australia would have to be on there, right? Yeah. But let's just make the list and let's just see what happens. You can throw Japan in there, you know, as of recent. Mm -hmm. um, um, 
I think we're at about like seven or eight there. And then after that, um, I mean, who else? Who are like the like the couple straggler countries? Well, that's what I'm saying. We're not really like we got to like look at a list, right? And see if we can, or maybe I'll even do some research and see. There might be some people. That I feel like there's those like were, islands, like those Trinidad, like those. There's those islands that, or maybe some other South American countries we're not really throwing in there. That we we really got to look at like, you know, global. Um, I, I would say Colombia would probably be in there. I I would I would probably put South Africa over Colombia, maybe. Well, but see, but I don't know. That's why we got to. That's yeah. we're we're here to have the conversation. Yeah. So we're gonna let's work, rank that. We're gonna work on. Let's on, rank. Yeah, the we're gonna work top on ten. at least top ten. I would say let's try to get to sixteen, so we can no, do a proper because after ten now we, now you're just picking like dumb people. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. So we're gonna do um a top ten next week of what our rankings would be and if you have some good ones text us call us but whatever. if you're but if you're gonna text and call like you uh make come with some receipts though yeah no you can't right? just like throw it out there and we don't know you know you could you can't just throw yugoslavia out there right you gotta like you know put a little list together right exactly yeah. like if so, you're gonna come with like portugal like you need to come with like these are the bands that came out of there and why yeah so let's it's just something i thought would be interesting let's see what we can do with it I like that a lot. Okay. Spain's probably up in that bit. Spain has got to be in that bit. We we forgot about Spain. They got Ibiza. That's what I'm saying. I'm cultured, dude. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. All right. Are you ready to get into it? I am ready to get into it, and I cannot wait to get into it because this week's Peacock is... um, it's, it's, It's you and me. Let's do it, then. Let's do it. This week's Peacock is uh, one of yours and I's favorite artists, uh, funk artists, to uh, come out in the last, uh, you know, 10 years. Um, as always, this is one, you know, we, you, we always advertise the Peacocks and Music playlist on Spotify to go mm-hmm. check it out if you're interested in, like, you know the peacock and you want to hear the music and you want to like, you know, find out about them. This is one that I'm going to actually really implore and encourage you guys to really check out. Uh, if you don't know who, uh, they are already because it's, it's not only modern, it's not only cool. It's not only different. It's, um, it's really, it's really, really good stuff. And I don't think anybody, out before current or even in the in the near future are even coming close to what this guy is doing and this guy is dame funk mm. jordan who's dame funk how when was when did you learn about dame funk 
Do you remember how you learned about Dame Funk? Probably you. Yeah. Probably you. Dame Funk, uh, June 15th, uh, 1971. To, he's dead. No, he's present. I was about to say, don't even He's do alive. That. Funk and Boogie. This is an artist that is doing, uh, as he has um, said, he, a modern funk. He, there is no one in his lane. It's almost as if nobody wants to really touch the lane. Yeah. Um, he is an abstract recluse in his own realm. I think it comes out when you listen to his music. Yeah. Um, he's a savant. He's a genius. He is, and I think Jordan will attest to this, when the first time you hear him, it it, it kind of it blows you away a little bit yeah. of what he's doing. Definitely. You know? So uh, uh, Damon Garrett Riddick nice, is the full name, which I didn't know, which no, we don't know. Damon, Damon Garrett Riddick was born an only child and grew up in Pasadena, California. Cali boy. Yeah. Um, in high school, uh, he got really into vintage synthesizers. He became obsessed. The vintage synthesizers and the manipulation of them really becomes um what he his sound is entrenched in mm -hmm. um but uh what really set him off on the path was after graduation graduating from high school um he bounces around uh to la uh recording uh studios as a kind of like a gig and studio musician um but he really links up with Leon Silvers from the huge uh, funk seventies funk band, the Silvers, the Silver, the Silver Brothers. Okay. Uh, Leon Silver uh, was, um, you know, he was, you know, the head guy in the Silvers. He's the one that produced and wrote all the music for them, and he opens up his own studio in in Southern California. And he really takes to uh, to Dame Funk, and uh, kind of shows him the like a little bit of the recording ropes, because again, as you will find out when you listen to Dame Funk's music, his not only is his sound uh, rooted in like the old schoolness, but the recording process. There's there's a certain type of music. And they, this is with rock and roll. This is with, you know, a lot of 80s stuff and uh, especially funk, though. There's a certain sound within those genres that, like, once you get to, like, the 90s and the 2000s when the digital age, like, starts to become, like, you know, very apparent, you can't recreate the sound unless the recording process is still done how they do back in the day. It's just, yeah, it's just a sound that you can't recreate. Like the analog sound for you noobs out there, analog is tape to tape. There's no digital, there's no computer. It's done right through a board organically to a tape, and you have to sit there and you have to cut it and tape it together. And you just don't get that fullness of a sound unless you're doing it in that, like, in that way, in that process. Once you introduce 
like you know compress sounds which is what a computer does and mp3s do when you compress a sound when you compress music that's what mp3s are they're compressed tracks um when you compress a track you lose a ton of like musical quality from it because of the obviously it's compressed like i just don't know any other like easier way to explain that to you unless like you know i do a deep dive on you know some nerding out shit yeah but so he hooks up with Leon uh, Silvers at the uh, Double Action Theater. That's a, that was the name of his studio mm-hmm. in Southern California. Uh, Leon, you know, takes to him and shows him kind of the ropes of how to like record. And um, Dame's like, "All right, cool, I got it." And uh, at this point, he really starts going around and recording with a ton of uh, rap groups and hip hop groups. Mm-hmm. Most notably out of there, from what I could find, there was a, there was like four or five like you know rap groups that he was like you know recording for, and I didn't know the the four of them. Like there were some weird ones, but the one uh, album that he uh, you know he's a, a session musician on is he's on Masterpiece. I got the hookup. Okay, was that the um was that the movie? Or was that was that the album? Because didn't Masterpiece do a movie? Fuck, I got I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. Do you remember? Do you do you remember like slightly remember what I'm talking about? No, I mean I maybe if I saw it, but I can't remember. Yeah, but so he 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 uh he's a he's heavy on the uh, masterpiece. I got the hookup album, and um from there, uh this is um late. This is like mid to late '90s when this is happening. But the um, the two thousands hit, and then this is when uh, uh, Damon Garrett uh, Riddick goes from that to Dame Funk. This is when he officially yeah. comes out as Dame Funk, and he's first thing he does is he remixes the Gap Band song "Burn Rubber," and this song immediately great song, great song, and that song immediately catches the ear of the great peanut butter wolf of stone's throw records Stone's throw baby uh stone's throw records is the bible to you and just, i just just i don't need you to go into like a lengthy soliloquy here this is where i actually want you to cut off cut cut down a little bit i want you to just i want you all to go out and do your own little voyage here yeah if this is a this is like a uh i need you to go to mecca and medina and i need you to kind of go on your own pilgrimage here and just go sift through just all the the stuff that's there and like you know stone so is on the list of peacocks that i will do but if you are adventurous enough go check out stone Throw records and peanut butter wolf especially yeah they are one of the few Bibles for Jordan and I when it comes to hip-hop music and uh, just premier labels. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it goes, it, it also like mirrors like the time for us. Yeah. Of when we were coming into our own musically and all that type of stuff. And I think that that, Probably adds a little bit to it, but also there's not a lot of labels out there like that. And just to tease people, yeah. Stone Store Records, 
That's Jay Dilla. That's Mad Lib. That's Sue Stone's throw. Yeah. Like, he's fucking around. Jay Rock. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Mayor Hawthorne. Yep. You know, past Peacock. Like, those, the, the, that's Stone's, Stone, Stone's throw records. That's yeah. who they're fucking with. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in 2009, he puts together um, a series, uh, a five volume series called To Each His Own. Um, which is how I got first introduced to Dame Funk. Um, he puts out, it's a five uh, volume series, but on Stone's Throw, they consolidate, they consolidate the five volumes down to one. We've never heard all five, but Stone's Throw consolidates all five down to one basic LP called To Each His Own. And the premiere track on that, that I'll never forget, Blue my mind when i was like early blogging and running freezer jams uh oh man my blog uh that actually you know scott got in on it too was scott and i's blog freezer jams music i'll never forget the first time i heard um galactic funk it blew my mind i'd never heard anything like it before these deep funk sounds synthesizer driven um and, and the cool thing that like you know you noobs out there probably won't like it's most of it's all most of Dane Funk stuff is instrumental yep like his best stuff is instrumental yeah it was only until like later on that he had like you know kind of you know introduced vocals because people just like weren't getting it but to each his own what an absolute classic album that to me is it changed it changed the way I like listen to music and like listen to artists and like I was listening to artists, listening to hip hop, listening, and then I heard that to each his own, and then I went right. I went, I went the other way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, like so, to each his own, and when he came out uh, with Dame Funk, it cemented his style, and, and that's what I'm trying to get across here. Basically, with uh, this Peacock is his style. Dame Funk is a synthesizer heavy driven, uh, mostly instrumental type of sound like um it's 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 modern funk it's it's its own thing it's got roots in g-funk obviously because it's out in california mm-hmm. um but uh this is a guy that that you know marches through his own beat of his own drum and he uh he he, he fucks around with the people that he wants to and he he's 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 very he's one of the few people that are still alive today that it's he's very mysterious yes right mm-hmm. um and again this is this is another you know uh you know short sh- short peacock but he needs to, he is a peacock as you know he he did the snoop dog album yep him and snoop seven days of funk mm-hmm. which i think that was the one that really turned you on to like what he was doing yeah um Probably even earlier, just through basically through your influence of always like playing it and being like, "What the fuck was that?" I just remember like you you knew about it, but I remember when that Seven Days of Funk album came out. I mm-hmm. remember you and I just like heavy, just like holy yep. shit, yeah, like just insane. Uh, and that and that and that album, Seven Days of Funk, has you know Snoop rapping over Dame Funk's like you know beats and stuff. And God, I, that was like, so many songs in the album were like in heavy rotation, yeah, like in my mm-hmm. in, on my playlist and stuff. But 
he did that. He hooked up with Steve Arrington, um, who, uh, if you don't know Steve Arrington, look him up. I mean, he's just, you know, the brainchild of like some of like the most incredible like 80s, like, you know, funk and boogie bands of all time. He's got uh, that, that, that album was called uh, Higher, him and Steve Arrington. Um, incredible album. And then he also did Night Funk, which he hooked up with Night Jewel, and they called themselves Night Funk. And again, another incredible EP. And, you know, ever since really, honestly, that last Steve Arrington and like the Snoop Dogg, so he's gone. You haven't heard much from him. No. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he hasn't done much lately. No. And he's, and that's because he's a weird, he's a weird guy, man. He's a humble, weird guy. He stays true to like, you know, his sound, his music. He hates like the record industry, the record business. And it's obvious because of like the sound that he does. It's not mainstream at all. No. But what he... He does this for people that really love music and he has no want to be in the industry at all. At all. Nope. At all. And... Yeah. Which probably kind of sucks it, a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Because you'd like him to be a little bit more motivated to want to put stuff out. Right. Just because of the gift that he that he gives. Mm-hmm. But you got to kind of respect the, you know, the 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 mysteriousness of the way that he just kind of handles himself. Yeah, uh, Jordan hit it on the fucking nose right there. Like that's exactly it. You you you, you wish he would like you know kind of like sell out. Yeah, but you know why he doesn't, and you fucking respect. And you res- it. yep, exactly. He uh, now is like uh, he runs the Funkmosphere party out in California. Every week, uh, I believe it's in um, it's in uh, Oakland. He uh, op- he started his own record label, uh, Glide Zone Records, which actually has some pretty good traction on it. Everything that he puts out there, he has his imprint on, um, but he's still doing it, and um, everything he puts out is absolute genius stuff to me. Yeah, because there's just it's no right in your one, wheelhouse. There's just no one like him. That's that no. that that is that has done it. No. Not at all. Yeah. He's going to be very interesting for um, for some of you out there that probably don't consume this music on the regular. But I think it will be something that, you know, just like um, Robin Trower, where you're going to take something away from it for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's going to find its way into your, into your playlist and into your music. I agree. Which is really what we're here to do. I agree. So... Yeah, so that's the Peacock and Music, Dame Funk. Go check them out. Woo! It's really, really good stuff. I know we always say that, but this one is this like... Is, this, this is going to hit a little differently. And anyone that was, let's just say, you know, in the Jack's Beach area from that 2006 to whenever we all fucking left, um, this is going to bring back some memories. Yeah. Which you're going you're gonna to appreciate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know we said we were going to get into voicemails. Uh, it's Mike's fault. Yeah, it's Mike's fault. He does not have the voicemails like you know brought up here. Um, that's why we you know kind of like stopped it there, and he was giving us the eye. Yeah, he's still giving us both the eyes. Yeah, he's all mad. He said like, "Well, give us give me twenty minutes to figure it out. We don't have twenty minutes to figure it out." So. Next week, though. Next week, we'll do voicemails. Uh, anyone that like you know has a problem with that, put the voicemails in and tell Mike, the uh, producer Mike, to fuck off. But I do have a little like I. 
it was a it was a little topic that I wasn't gonna bring up, but now it's it's fine that we now we have this. Yeah, let's do it. I was uh, I saw uh, this this last week uh, the BBC mm-hmm. um, said that the, uh, Harry Styles is the new king of pop. The new king of pop. Can you believe that shit? I would say that that can't be true. This mother, Doug, and I know it comes from the BBC. Yeah, like he's from over there, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's already some like hometown cooking being done, right? But it's absolute blasphemy to be able to like even have that notion. Throw out a name. I have one right now. I'll put, honestly, like, and this isn't a king of pop. I'll put Bieber over Harry. Bieber has more like songs that are like bigger and that I know than <laughs> Harry Styles, dog. I I think that one right there easily would overtake Harry Styles. I'm a, I'm also gonna throw out the weekend. Usher. Usher, I don't know about King of Pop. I'm just saying like yeah. actual hits, just bigger hits. Yeah, I would well, but I would easily say that the two that weekend the weekend and Justin Bieber easily would be ahead of of Harry Styles. I couldn't believe that like they like were trying to first of all once somebody is donned like the king of pop the king of rock like it you don't you're you don't that's not be, you don't take that away dog that's just that's you, theirs you can't be anointed the king of something until the king prior to that is dead and you can't right? yeah and you can't be anointed uh the king of a genre when that genre has been around dog for fucking 40, 50 years, bro. Yeah. Okay? And, what and took you 50 years to be the king of pop? No. Well, pop music's sad then. I mean, we could all probably agree the king of pop music of all time is Michael Jackson. He is the king of pop, There bro. is no other king. It's not even... It's it's stupid to, like... The, the reason why uh, Elvis is the king of rock, which, you know, everyone... We can all, like, you know... You know, Elvis stole everything. But... He was on the forefront of, of rock and roll music. When uh, pop music came out, Michael Jackson was on the forefront of that shit. Yeah. Harry Styles, you ain't in the forefront of jack shit, ho. No. You know what I'm saying? Totally agree. Like, what? I, I can like, Watermelon Sugar High? That's the only one I fucking know, dude. I don't know. There is a song that's come out recently that Wifey's been singing around the house. Um, Sing it to me, bud. I don't even know how it goes. That's me. how little I know about Harry Styles. I don't know, but that's not like the music that I consume. But to me, Michael Jackson has bridged the gap among generations and is worldwide. You'll find, you know, um, pictures of him on a t-shirt in Indonesia. The king of whatever... Or the queen of whatever. And now that I'm thinking about it, it's actually, I'm, I'm, you know, like there is no queens of something. Like there's a big debate about the queen of, uh, of, of pop, which is always like Madonna versus Janet. I pick Janet. I, I always pick Janet in, in those things. But you can't be the king of something unless. I didn't even know there was a queen of pop. I just go queen of soul and that's Aretha. Right. There you go. Right. There you that's go. That's it. But That's only you queen can't that I know be of. the king or queen of something if when your audience members and your listeners and when you come out, they're crying, they're shivering, they're having panic attacks, they're 
fainting, bro. When the Beatles came out and they had Sullivan, Sullivan show, they were the, the, the girls were fainting. Yeah. Okay? Harry Styles ain't got nobody fainting. No. He's got people throwing up like chicken nuggets at him and shit. Well, I'm a little hungry. Well, he's a vegan. So then why would you even do that? Exactly. So this king of the pop business really triggered me, as you can hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I'm assuming it's a shock value headline, but it's not even funny. And it's the not British even... tabloids are known to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it, but it's just, don't stop doing it. Harry Styles wishes he was even in that same breath. I just typed in king of pop on the Googles. And of course, the first thing to come up is Michael Jackson. And I would even put another name out there that would like a word above Harry Styles. And that's Mr. Justin Timberlake. I'm telling you. He would we, like a word. And we and you and I aren't even like, you know. We're uh, not even trying right now. We're not even trying. No. We're not. We could probably come up with 10 people that would be on that list before Harry right. Styles. Right. Easy. Easily. Easy. Like, so... I need I need you guys to slow your roll and I need you to respect your fucking elders, okay? You know like it's 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 not close. Stop doing it and it's not funny because you, you, you did the guy like maybe diddle kids, yeah, for sure. But guess what? Watermelon Sugar High versus Thriller isn't even fucking close. It's not even close to Billy Jean. It's no. Criminal. No. Like, you know, it's Man not close. Man in the Mirror, bad. I mean, there's too it's many. dumb. No. Stop doing it. No. Harry Styles' best day wouldn't even see Michael on his worst. You know what I mean? 100%. And if we really want to keep going, like, if we really want to push the argument, uh, One Direction couldn't hold one candle to the Jackson 5. No. Okay? No. Definitely not. So stop not. it. Absolutely. Stop it. Stop. It's 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 not cool. It, it triggered me in like in the most serious type of ways. That's just that's too heavy of a title. You want to say Prince of Pop? I'd maybe listen, but then I don't want to listen. No. Uh, even the Prince of Pop. I would Pop, still shut you down. Even like let's do that. Like even if it was the Prince of Pop, but it would be the other people we already named. Like way ahead of Harry I'll give Styles. the Prince of Pop to like Bowie. The yes. prince. Yes. You know, like I'm putting it, I'm giving it to someone else, bro. Yeah. It's not close. No, not even so anywhere. Stop close. it. All right. So we are not a Harry Styles podcast. No, man. No, no way. Um, so yeah. Uh uh so we we well, sorry, we we teased the vol the, the voicemails there, but uh you know It's produce, the King of Pop's fault though. It's, yeah, it's the King of Pop's fault. But uh I uh, I promise you we'll do it next week. Um, had a blast this week. Yeah. And we're giving you a little bit more opportunities to get those answers in. So that might actually work well because, you know, we want to hear what countries we want to hear, um, you know, just any of your, your childhood follies with health issues. Get all those in. We need them all. I want to hear the health. Yeah. I want to hear the conditions. Yeah. So let's get them in 305-741-3671. And, uh, and next week you will be heard. Uh, guys, as always, who loves you? We do. We do. We do. See you next week. See ya.